I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me here today and we are doing an extended interview with Michelle where she's going to tell us a little bit about RV life and how you can do it as well. Hey Michelle. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Can you tell us about how you started your RV life and why you decided to do this type of lifestyle? So me and my husband started RVing in 2015. Um, like my husband always had dreams of RVing. Um, so he would show me like these little tiny, like $1,000, uh, like trailers and stuff. And I was always like, no, there's no bed. There's no toilet. There's just walls in there. I don't want that. Um, but he like had major dreams to live in an RV and travel in it. And eventually one day we decided like, let's just look at RVs. And the very first RV that I actually stepped in was the one that we ended up buying. We thought it was just going to be a part-time thing, but we loved it so much that like the first month and a half, we never left it. So we decided like we should just do this full-time and that's what we did. And this is where we are now. We've been doing it full-time ever since, uh, almost three years now. If someone wanted to do something similar, they wanted to live in an RV like you and your hubby, what would be the first steps that you would tell someone and what they should do in order to start this? Um, so it definitely depends on the person. If you've retired early, of course, like your path would be different than ours. But uh, my number one tip, if you're younger and you still need to work, would be to find ways to make money on the road. And a lot of people think like, oh, like there's no way to make money on the road or, oh, I don't want to become a blogger. There's like so many other ways. You definitely don't have to blog in order to make money and travel full time as an RVer. Uh, there's so many different things you can do. I've met people who... It's called Amazon Camper Force, I believe. So, I mean, like you can work at Amazon's warehouse and travel full time. You can save up money before you go um, and then kind of work small jobs as you go. Some people work at uh, campgrounds, at national parks and so on and get their stay for free. Some people start like their own Etsy store and sell things online. Uh, some people freelance. Some people ask their employer if they can just work on the road. Um, I find that a ton of people who work uh, like in IT or software um, have been able to bring their work on the road. And that's probably the majority of the people that I meet. Um, but I mean, there's people who do everything. So if you want to find a way to make money on the road, there's definitely an option for you. How should someone financially prepare for this lifestyle? Um, so there's definitely a lot of things you would want to think about. Um, I always like to point out to people because a lot of people think, so there's two types of people. People either think RVing is super, super cheap or it's, People think that RVing is super, super expensive and they can never do it. That is actually partially true on both ends. It can be as cheap as you want it to be for the most part, or it can be as expensive as you want it to be. We have parked next to uh, like a two or $3 million RV. And then we've also parked next to like uh, an RV that someone got for free from someone because that's how cheap it was. Um, so, I mean, it all really depends on what you want from it. You can park, you can park places for free. Uh, like there's free camping pretty much all over the United States, or there are campgrounds that are like $300, $400 a night. So, I mean, it all just depends on what you want and like what kind of budget you have. There's definitely a budget for everyone though. For someone who is in a budget, what would the cost be when you want to start? And if you want to keep going with this? 
Yeah. So, I mean, some of the different costs that you'd want to think about are, of course, uh, your actual RV. So if you're on a tight budget, I would definitely recommend paying for something uh, with cash uh, just so that you don't have that huge monthly payment. A lot of people take out RV loans for 20 years, and it's so unlikely that you'll keep that RV for 20 years. I definitely recommend paying for cash or at least putting down a huge down payment if you can. And then the other expenses that you'd probably have to think about are, of course, uh, where you're going to park it. So are you going to park at campgrounds, RV parks, RV resorts? Um, are you going to park on free land? Um, other expenses, of course, include fuel. Um, I haven't really seen too many fuel-efficient RVs. Our RV has like a, uses around uh, one gallon for every six to seven miles. So, I mean, and our RV holds 150 gallons of diesel. So, I mean, we definitely suck through the diesel really quickly. So, um, and I feel like that's pretty normal for probably most RVs. So, I mean, fuel is going, going to be a huge expense. Um, and then other expenses, of course, include uh, repairs and maintenance. RVs are not perfect. It's not like a house. Things in an RV can break really easily because you are uh, putting everything like in a house in this little box, and then you're sending it down the road to shake and rattle to death. <laughs> so, I mean, things break, and you have to be ready for that. I definitely recommend having like an RV emergency fund. But I don't want that to scare anyone either. Like usually our repairs and maintenance scares people. But no, um, we know tons of people who do this. You just become more handy. And uh, it's really just a really great skill to take on too. So, I mean, don't let that scare you. Um, and then other expenses, of course, would be like food, insurance. But yeah, so I mean, a lot of the same bills that you'd have at home too, like toilet paper, uh, furnishing the RV, getting towels, getting plates and cups and stuff. So, I mean, everything becomes more, uh, very similar to having a house as well. What has been the most unexpected thing you have learned from living in an RV? This is probably a little bit different than what you might be looking for, but there are so many RVers that, uh, you just meet so many interesting people. And I never thought I would meet, uh, like so many, like super interesting people. Like we've met people who are national geographic photographers. We've met ultra runners. We've met people who have been to like, uh, Antarctica. Uh, we've just met so many interesting people. Um, and it's just so much fun to hear all these awesome stories. And like, it seems like every RVer has an awesome story to share. Have you ever met anyone who's actually traveled down to South America with their RV? Cause that would be really interesting. <laughs> um, not with like a huge RV, but we've met people who have done it in a van. So, uh, yeah, but that's super interesting. Yeah. We'd love to do that one day in a van for sure. Yeah. I was going to ask you that. I'm like, are you guys going to do that too? That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> not anytime soon. We have old dogs and, uh, they, they don't like to travel too too much anymore <laughs> thank you so much michelle for all of these great rv tips we really appreciate it yeah thanks so much for having me i love talking about rving <laughs> thanks michelle thanks for joining me on this extended interview don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on itunes we can also chat some more on facebook at the ob live i'll talk to you soon